0: we're
1: here for a real education, Alright, so hey! This is Real Education,
2: The, the musical. musical.
1: I am Wendy,
2: Vinny, Mike,
1: and uh, we are here to talk about movies, we musicals are. in particular, all your musical needs in one little package. Maybe not all, eh, most, a lot. Some. The, Fair
2: amount.
1: the fun parts. Um, and so our episode for fun, you... Fun, but
2: sometimes problematic part.
1: <laughs> and sometimes... Often problematic. Well, you know, it was the 60s, guys. <laughs> guys, guys. Um, so our episode tonight is... Uh...
2: You are vibrating with excitement, so I'll let you...
1: Xanadu!
2: Yeah, so we got this uh, this message on Facebook last week. It was basically this almost frenetic, almost uh, hostile. Yeah, yeah. It was like, say. guys, Xanadu's playing Weird Wednesday like in two weeks. I'm gonna buy tickets. I need a yes right now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I am buying these tickets. I'm not waiting too long. I need to know right now if you want tickets because I'm gonna order them. If you want to sit near me, this needs to happen.
2: <laughs>
1: like I was. So serious. we did. I was seriously just like, I need to order in like 10 minutes. I do not want to miss out on this. It's going to sell out. It's going to sell out. I was convinced it was going to sell out in the next like five minutes. Because it's Xanadu. I
2: should check now and see how many open seats are still on. Shut (laughs) up. Shut up. It'll be like Greatest Showman where it was just us and like. Three other groups of people, <laughs> yeah. right?
1: None of whom sang out until the fucking co- the fucking credits. I'm yeah. S- yeah anyway, but that's that's uh, another call a whole This is uh, not
2: technically a sing along, although I don't think it'll matter.
1: Um, I have promised Jenny I will dress up. By the way, listeners, to be clear, we are recording this in advance because this is going to be um, it is going to be on the big screen at Weird Wednesday at the Alamo Draft House, South Lamar, ten o'clock, August first. <sighs> A date that
2: will be so far behind in your memories by the time you hear it.
1: (laughs) True facts. True facts. But it doesn't matter. Um,
2: The date is not important. Suffice to say that it will be late when we record after the film.
1: Yeah, and I don't know that we're going to have much of a chance to record before. This is my first time seeing it on the big screen since it's... <laughs> Since its theatrical release, I Jump saw it. The, I saw it on the big screen at least five times.
2: This is the first time for me to see it on the big screen ever. Uh, this is my first time to fucking see it. So. <laughs> I can't
1: wait. I get to sit by Mike.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you've got two. Ginny has also never what? seen
1: no, it. No. Look. 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 The middle section <laughs> is solidly sold out. Like that is not a bad. That's that's respectable. And that means that like, nobody's going to, like, if it was sold out, I might be a little bit more inhibited. But with that amount of no. crowd, I'm
2: okay. <laughs> it'll be, no, it'll be the right crowd.
1: Yeah. But seriously, People that I, know I, that need, Xanadu's crying, I need that to get those there, barrettes there with, the, the with the ribbons. Yes, I you need do. to get those barrettes with the ribbons coming off of them. I wish I had a wig.
2: Hmm. You've got time. I do have time. Of all the things you don't have, a wig.
1: I don't have a wig like that. I've got lots of wigs. I was
2: going to say. I've got lots of
1: wigs, but I don't have like a blonde, beautiful... Olivia (laughs) Newton-John. Olivia Newton-John wig. Oh my God, that woman was so beautiful. So anyway, Mike, what do you know about Xanadu? Uh,
2: Olivia Newton-John. Okay. Um, Yellow. Mm
1: -hmm. Um, You know the soundtrack. I
2: I, I know at least the Xanadu song. Um, I know that now we are here. Uh, (laughs) It's a place where nobody dreamed to go. No, dare to
1: go. There you go. There we go.
2: I Mm. like that. I don't know. Shame. So I know there's roller skates. Um, It's like a disco-y kind of thing. That's, That's about it.
1: That's about it? That's about all I know. That's about all you know. Yeah. I am excited for you to <laughs> make some discoveries. So That's a good
2: amount to know going in.
1: Yes, but there's going to be some shit that I'm, can you, I know some yeah. things he's going to say. I know it. I may have to record like a special. This is my prediction of things Mike will say during the movie after you leave. I'll I write them down. Like, yes.
2: Have a little bingo card. Like,
1: bingos, when he scored a point. Bingo, when he scored a point. You don't get to play Vinny, only me. Okay. (laughs) It just means I win.
2: I'll still have a good time. It's fine. (laughs)
1: Um, So you haven't seen
2: it. I've I've never seen it on on a big screen. It has been. I saw it the first time around the same time I saw Rocky Horror for the first time. Like they Mm -hmm. all kind of just happen. You know, like I happen to see a lot of these types of of musicals all together. And so it's probably. I mean, it's probably been since high school. So it's been it's been years. Mm -hmm. Um. But I mean, I've seen it. I, I'd seen it multiple times when I saw, you know, like once was not enough.
1: Oh, no. So I saw
2: it many more times after that, but it's been a while yes. from, since my last viewing. So I'm excited not only to see it again, but to see it.
1: Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. I've got the Blu-ray. We could like watch it in some really no, good but quality, is, but on the big screen, it's going to be great. An event
2: to take oh, yes. take part in.
1: Yes. This will be even better. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I have to dig out my leg warmers, guys. Guys, all right, I'm super excited, I'm super excited, I love this movie so much, I'm excited to see it on the big screen, I'm excited to show it to Mike, (laughs) and indoctrinate you, and you'll be, I will, should I bring my Blu-ray, because you're going to want to watch it again afterwards. Maybe I should bring my Blu-ray. Oh yeah, yes, everybody, you too Vinny. I mean, sure. Yeah, Vinny's game, excellent. That's why I like you guys.
2: Yeah, I like you I'll guys. just clip them onto my beard. <laughs> so uh,
1: we, we will be talking to you after we have all experienced big screen Xanadu.
2: It'll be in like a week, but it'll feel like nothing due to the powers of the internet.
1: Yeah. <laughs> editing. <laughs> editing. It's mostly time editing. travel. Yeah. Ooh, time travel. Yes. I'm going to turn you off now.
2: Open your eyes and hear the magic.
0: Universal Pictures announces the most dazzling romantic musical fantasy in years Xanadu. Starring Olivia Newton John, Michael Beck. Gene Kelly. I'm alive. It's a love story about a boy and girl from two very different worlds whom no one can keep apart. It's a spectacular entertainment that will transport you beyond your dreams. Xanadu, where time stops and the magic never ends. Xanadu.
1: So that was Xanadu.
2: That was Xanadu. <laughs> that indeed was Xanadu.
1: <laughs> so um, we are recording Al Fresco. We are. <laughs> because we went and saw Xanadu at the Alamo South Lamar location and we are now sitting outside. It
2: was a full house. It, it which was. I it was. It ecstatic was cool. and surprised by.
1: Well, and the woman who introduced it yeah, was yeah, like, why <laughs> is this yeah. a full house? And it's one of the big theaters. Let us all marvel. That I did not rush that poor woman, <laughs> grab that microphone away from her, and deliver a 45-minute lecture on <laughs> the history and significance of Xanadu. And also, luckily,
2: we're here now.
1: <laughs> for that <to> happened. <laughs> I would not have. St- I would not have started my intro with surprise that people showed up. I'd be I'm like, "Of course, you all showed up."
0: this should Xanadu, be standing room only
1: this should be st- like well, i don't understand why we didn't put it in three film three theaters i feel like it still would have sold so um <coughs> mike you were our test subject for this i
2: was one. i was yeah <coughs> um it was a movie uh, it, <laughs> you better have better. Nice. I mean, things it kind of was was exactly what I was expecting, and also not what I was expecting at all. Like, <laughs>
1: okay, uh, elaborate. Uh,
2: like uh, the ending, like the Xanadu sequence, is exactly what I was expecting, um, but all of the kind of everything leading into it, I didn't realize it was going to be all about like them founding like Xanad like. Making the building, and also I didn't realize Gene Kelly was in it, and that there was going to be this whole thing of them like trying to like open this club. I thought it was just going to be like this place they go, and not like this place that they make kind of thing. Um,
1: we have to build our dreams, Mike.
2: Yeah, <laughs> dreams die.
1: <laughs> no, we let them die.
2: <laughs> no, we kill them.
1: We kill them. That's
2: it. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Um, I, I mean, there's, there's also like weird stuff in there that like. I I was surprised by, but also like, was like, as soon as it happened, I'm like, yeah, of course this is happening. Like the, the animation sequence, (laughs) the Don, Oh yeah, there's an animated scene. (laughs) Yeah. There's a Don Bluth animated sequence that like, I mean, it looks exactly like Don Bluth. It looks like Thumbelina. It's practically
1: Thumbelina.
2: Yeah. That's why, like, as soon as it came up, like I watched the credits. I was like, if that's not him, somebody did a really good impression of of a Don Bluth um, animated sequence. Um, and then there's like the part where he roller skates through the wall, which is a plus just awesome. Um, there's a lot of really awkward roller skating though. Oh, Oh, I love it. Yeah.
1: Like (laughs) their arms are flailing in the most awkward. And he's trying
2: to look cool, but I mean, you can't really when
1: it's. Oh, well, first off he's wearing knee high white socks with black booted skates. Shorty shorts and then a that's a look a like Hawaiian, Hawaiian shirt that's like all the
2: half way unbuttoned
1: half three three quarters yeah. Seven, maybe. There's, like Seven eight. Eight. there's like
2: a button a button at the bottom button,
1: and he's like I skating think. with the most like
2: so gangly awkward.
1: stride with his arms he's all flailing. arms and
2: legs
1: yeah and like, and then
2: I laughed because I kept doing like where he would like spin <laughs> and it would be real dramatic and he's just like.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so uh, for those listeners who have never seen Xanadu, a brief, I mean, brief, brief synopsis. Uh, Sonny Malone, which is, of course, Michael Beck of the Warriors fame. Right, yes. Sonny Malone is an artist who, um, he's lost faith with, like, he, I don't know how to be an artist, I don't know what I want to be, and he gets kissed by a girl in the park, and then she shows up on an album cover, and he's like, whoa, and he's chasing her. And in the meantime, he meets uh, Danny McGuire, which is – Gene I couldn't Kelly. tell you his,
2: his character's name at all It's was just like old Gene Kelly <laughs> uh, Danny
1: McGuire which is also his character's name in Cover Girl and don't think that's not a mistake um, <laughs> yeah. There are there's some fan fiction there of like it is Danny McGuire this is Danny McGuire's like later in life <laughs> um, and I've got I've got some headcanon also about this movie of course um, so he runs into Danny McGuire who's this old uh, clarinet player who used to have a club and he's like I kind of want to have a club and and Kira is skating at this big place and she's like what about this place and Sunny's like I don't know so he shows it to Danny like yeah let's do it and so they build a club there except <gasps> twist is a muse like a Greek muse and we're not supposed to have feelings or love like that trope I'm really tired of like I'm not supposed to have feelings uh, I kind of think like that's bullshit so I have to leave so then Sunny pursues her and then this is a key moment so I'm going to pull it out because it involves my headcanon he um, skates into a wall, which leads him to Mount Olympus. <laughs> Shh, just let it happen.
2: The greatest vis- vision of Mount Olympus I've ever seen.
1: Just just go with it. And while he's in there, he's like, we, and she begs for a moment. Let me just have this night with him because it's the opening night of the club and we'll never be together again. And so, oh, maybe we'll give him a moment. Or forever, I get them confused because this mortal time is so crazy, <laughs> and that's important. So they go and they do this big extravaganza that costs like the set alone, like costs like a million dollars or some crazy shit. And then she leaves, and Sunny sad. But wait, there's a waitress that looks like her. Roll credits. Yeah, I'm not kidding.
2: The end. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just but, want to talk to you. The end.
1: Um. So I think what I liked was when the movie starts and there's a plane flying around the that was a good,
2: That was a good gag. I liked that. And
1: then <laughs> it was a more advanced plane and then it was like the Concorde and then it was a flying saucer and I could see both Jenny and Mike going, wait, what?
0: What are we in is for this, here? Is
1: this is this relevant? Should I be remembering this? It's <laughs> like, no, just, just let it happen. And Jenny's like, I thought this was Xanadu. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best. I thought that it is. It's it. And then right at that moment, wah, the opening credit, like Xanadu.
2: I, I'm curious. I want to watch it again and go back and count how many times the word Xanadu appears on screen. Cause it's a lot, a lot.
1: Xanadu. <laughs> Xanadu. Xanadu.
2: <laughs> Xanadu. Xanadu.
1: <laughs> Xanadu. In Xanadu did Kubla Khan a Stately Pleasure Dome Decree. I once memorized the whole damn poem.
2: I'm sure she did to do that. <laughs>
1: i guys this i was a 10 year old girl when this movie came out like this was formative like just like oh i want to have ribbons in my hair and wear flowy gowns except i didn't really i just i liked it in concept but it was way too much work in practice (laughs) but like oh if i could have been olivia newton john and glowed like literally glowed (laughs) i would have been the shit but i did roller skate like fuck so um Uh, You guys should talk a little bit or else it's just going to be on me.
2: (laughs) So uh, yeah, Gene Kelly is in it and he's amazing. Um, He is, I just looked it up. He was like 68 when it came out. Um, So one of the things that, of course, as soon as you see him, I'm wondering, I need to stop banging the table because I'm sure it's, anyway. uh, He, uh, one of the things that like, as soon as you see him, I'm like, okay, he's older. Is he going to dance in this? Like, is he still able to like move like that? Um, yeah, he is. And the first few scenes are, that's kind of what part of it too. Cause the first few scenes, it's like, he's sitting down. Then he's like walking 10 feet and then he's like sitting down again. And like, it's, there's not a lot of movement on his part. Um, and then they get into, um, Sonny comes over to his house when he finds out that he was like the, uh jazz clarinetist guy back in back in the 40s um and then sonny leaves and it's just him listening to this record uh this glenn miller record that he was on and imagining it uh and then he gets up and starts dancing with like this ghost girl from the past that is uh uh that then transforms. you know he goes like ghosty looking too and then they come back out and are like have body like full forms and they start tap dancing and it's amazing i was just like oh fuck yes there's a tap number in this um and yeah yeah he's just like i think we only get a couple we get that one um and then we get roller skating from him
1: we get all over the world at the clothes shop
2: yeah and that one that's it i know it's like i know there's another really good sec- section with him in it he's wonderful but he's also like I mean, of course he is, but he's the best actor in the movie. Oh, well, everybody else is like kind of bad.
1: (laughs) But like he is so charismatic and charming and twinkly. Like when he delivers that line, like, but hey, kid, don't look underwater anymore. (laughs) Grin and like twinkle, twinkle. And he turns on the charm. You're like, oh, my God, it's Gene Kelly.
2: I know. Like whenever he smiles, it's just like. Yeah, I mean, yes, you can still get it, dude. Like, <laughs> like you're still
1: Gene fucking Kelly. So um, interesting facts about Gene Kelly in this movie. It was his last film role, and um, what
2: a way to go out. Yeah, he wasn't <laughs> gonna know. dance.
1: He said not like really? they were pursuing him, and he and he finally said yes, and then said, but I'm not gonna dance. And obviously, the studio went, ah. Uh, but uh, But you're gene kelly yeah (laughs) but we wanted you so you would dance right gene gene my darling gene so um they took young untried choreographer kenny ortega
2: putting it together saw his Um, name there
1: this was his first film gig and uh they were like gene kelly wants to meet with you he won't dance in the movie unless he likes you no pressure go meet with him one-on-one
2: Uh, (laughs) go meet with like the most famous man to ever be in musicals and if he likes you he'll be in our movie otherwise you've Um, ruined everything yeah yeah uh no pressure kid it's cool (laughs)
1: um so kenny ortega went in and like i do recommend there on the blu-ray there is a a documentary making of this like 45 minutes long that goes into all this and i do recommend it like it's really fascinating and it's so heartwarming and um so kenny ortega went into this meeting and was like, well, I mean, I don't want to pressure you, but, and they're like, well, what would you have me do? He's like, well, I, like, I know your vocabulary. I've watched all your movies. Like, I'm seeing that you do like this thing. And like, oh, you mean like this? And so literally within like 15 minutes, the two of them had pushed back the furniture and were moving around. (laughs)
0: Like, but like
1: more like this? No, more like that. more, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And so needless to say, Gene Kelly, like Kenny Ortega, agreed to dance the film. But more importantly, Gene Kelly became Kenny Ortega's mentor.
2: That's amazing. Yeah. And so when they filmed
1: the Whenever You're Away From Me, that was actually post-production. That was an ad that they went back and shot.
2: Which one? Is that the one in his house?
1: That's the one in his house where okay. he was dancing with yeah, Olivia yeah. Newton-John. Right. And he insisted on it being a closed set with just him and Olivia and the cam- like the cameraman and the sound guy. That's it. And then two close friends. And the two close friends were Kenny Ortega, the choreographer there right. to assist. And I just, That's great. I love that. Yeah. So when you hear, when you hear Kenny Ortega talk about being mentored, he means Gene fucking Kelly. Right. And he means it because of this movie and how he got this movie, by the way, is he was making a name for himself because he was the choreographer for the tubes. That's how they ended up in this movie. <laughs> so he was choreographing, um, rock shows and making a name for himself in Hollywood because he was choreographing the tubes. He was choreographing share. He was choreographing all these people. And then someone, they went to do this, they're like, Oh, who's this kid? Everybody likes him. Let's try him out. Kenny Ortega, you know, the guy who eventually uh, choreographed Dirty Dancing and went on to, of course, direct High School Musical. Putting I, wasn't, it together. I, wasn't, I wasn't sure if you
2: were going to say High School Musical or Newsies. <laughs>
1: putting it together. Um, so, yeah, so I'm, I love that sequence where he dances with her. Not so much because she's a great dancer, she's not. But he is such. I wasn't a, even
2: look like. I was gonna say it, it's hard. It was hard not to like to take your eyes off from Gene Kelly, but even if you did, like, there's nothing else to see, it really. Like. But
1: she's not doing a bad job, and no. he is so generous with her. Yeah. Like what, that's what I see is I see how generous he is with her. He's pulling back to match what she can do. Yeah. So that they move in sync. And, yeah. And let's give it up for the the old guy picking her up and twirling at the end yeah, too. I know.
2: I, I hope to be as spry now as he is. It's 68. I mean, he still moves like Gene. Like, Oh yeah. Of course we've talked about it before. Gene Kelly has a very signature look to the way he dances, his posture. Like you could watch it in silhouette and immediately pick out that it's Gene Kelly. And it looked, I mean, it, it's that on the screen, and it's, it's fucking amazing. I mean, you could have told <laughs> me that it wasn't 30 years later, and that he was just wearing like prosthetics to look older, and I would believe it. You'd have been like, damn, like, yeah, that's a good prosthetic. Yeah. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, he does, He's like, his movement isn't that inhibited. Now, granted, what he's being asked to do
2: is... Isn't, isn't it's not like singing in the rain type stuff. Or yeah, well, and it's or,
1: appropriate. It's appropriate yeah. to... it's
2: appropriate for a man that's almost 70 years old. Yeah. Yes.
1: <laughs> um, okay, a little bit of background knowledge about this movie. The director is Robert Greenwald, who this was pretty much it for film, for feature (laughs) film. He did TV movies before he did TV movies after.
2: (laughs) Then went right back to that shit.
1: (laughs) He directed the TV movie, The Burning Bed. Do you guys know about that one? No. Okay. That was like 82 or 84 starring Farrah Fawcett. It was, um, it caused a sensation because that was a movie about a woman who has been abused by her husband, uh, lighting him on fire.
2: Oh shit. Wow, Literally the burning bed. Okay. But it was,
1: it was groundbreaking at the time because it was a movie that was calling to attention domestic violence. Interesting. So like, like let's just pause for a second and think about that was only, that wasn't that long ago where it was groundbreaking to talk about domestic violence and how it's wrong. Um, so, and then the writers, Oh, wait, I forgot to say uh, one of the things that the director directed was Flatbed Annie and Sweetie Pie Lady Truckers.
2: (laughs) Jazz hands.
1: That credit left out at me, and I wanted to share that. Yeah,
2: I kind of find that.
1: Right? (laughs) Um,
2: That title alone has me curious.
1: The director, the writers, yeah, there's – The one writer only did two TV show episodes after this and nothing before. That's the first credited writer. The second credited writer also wrote uh, Big Business, which stars Bette Midler and Lily Tomlin. I don't know if you've seen that 80s Mm -mm. comedy. It's not very good. And he did write an episode for The Prince of Bel Air. Um, That's about it.
2: I mean, because, you know, this movie is clearly all about the writing.
1: (sighs) Yeah. Um, And then there's, so like, that's. The creative team. And then there's the choreographers, Kenny Ortega and Jerry Trent. Let us not forget that Jerry Trent was a choreographer of Mame and Funny... Well, I apologize. He was a performer. He was a dancer in Mame and Funny Lady and Blazing Saddles and Hello, Dolly and Sweet Charity.
2: Really?
1: Yeah. And was Kenny it, Ortega... The first couple I was
2: like, huh?
0: Yeah. I mean,
1: like, he performed in all those movies. Um, and then Kenny Ortega... Uh, d- choreographed Ferris Bueller, Sher- Saint Elmo's Fire, Dirty Dancing, tons of music videos, in ca- including "If I Could Turn Back Time," the Share video, um, To Wong Fu, and of course choreographed Fu. He choreographed
2: it. Choreographed, gotcha.
1: Choreographed it. I love that movie. So, um, <laughs> but now, now I want to talk for a second. I'm sorry, I'm totally monopolizing, and I don't even care.
2: I, we don't either. This is, is your, this is your honestly. this is your movie. This is
1: my baby. This is my baby. <laughs> Did you recognize the very tall blonde dancer who was one of the muses? Like the dancer, like when she dances, you're like, bitch can dance. Everybody else, you're okay, but what the hell? Her, right there. Uh,
2: I mean, I didn't not I didn't recognize, I didn't see her face enough to recognize her.
1: Um, that is Sandal Bergman, who is Valeria in Conan the Barbarian.
2: Oh, no shit. And the
1: bad guy in Red Sonja.
2: Okay. Oh, okay. Wow. Yes. Yeah. No. I definitely didn't didn't catch she her.
1: She was. For a, a second,
2: I thought you were going to say something about Valerian, and I was going to be very upset that <sighs> we were.
1: No. Why are we talking about that? Yeah. yeah.
2: No. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> I'm done <laughs> with this.
1: Table flip. Boom. Um.
2: No, I definitely didn't catch that.
1: Um. So, Sandal Bergman's film debut was in All That Jazz. Oh. Okay. Have, have either of you? Have I either?
2: haven't. I'm. I've okay. seen it on stage.
1: No, no. All That Jazz is a movie. It's a...
2: No, no. I mean, I've, I've not seen the movie.
1: No, okay. You've seen Chicago. That's different. All That Jazz is a movie. So you guys need to see All That Jazz, which is part of the Fosse that we are going to do. But, we'll get there, yeah. Um, like, when we get to... The, there is a very famous sequence in that. You're going to be like, holy shit, and I'm going to be like, that's Ann Bergman. And I pulled this out because she was a Broadway dancer who worked with Fosse on stage. On Broadway she was in Pippin she um, was in what else was she in I forget she was in a chorus line and then Bob Fosse actually cast her in his dance review the show dancing which was amazing shit and then obviously he put her in his movie all that jazz so I wanted to call out like all this other shit and then there's a Fosse connection just right there there in the (laughs) middle of it like yes Yes! Ah, it's so good. It's so good. Um, let's see. Olivia Newton John did Two of a Kind in 1983. Uh, Michael Beck, this pretty much it. They wanted to cast Andy Gibb in that role. <laughs> that, <laughs> Mike's face right what? there.
2: That's um, the weirdest fucking choice. I mean, Michael Beck's already kind of a weird choice. Yeah, like not necessarily because I don't know. He's just—he's an interesting-looking person.
1: Yeah, like, like, and he's not awful, but he's so physically awkward that you can't—you can't get beyond it. Like, and it's not that there's anything wrong with his actual performance, except that he's gangly.
2: Yeah, he said earlier, it's just—I mean, so. It's out of the really fact kidding? that he's just not also a very good actor. <laughs>
1: I don't think he's terrible, but then again... There's I, like, uh,
2: when he's talking to the guy that, like, painted, or he painted his van that he, like, rides on the back of, it's like the two of them are racing to see who can say their lines faster. Yeah,
1: like, <laughs> yeah but then again, his when he's talking to the boss of Airflow, he's like, he's like I left the art world behind. I think that was a yeah, he was choice. Great. Like, yeah, the, he was great there. <laughs> that was really good, actually.
2: <laughs> that scene was so great. He's like, can you believe I made that? He's like, yes, yes I, I can. can. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's that makes sense.
1: Good, it's such a good scene. Um, a little bit more trivia, then we'll delve into the movie and more specifics and you guys' thoughts. Um, Olivia Newton-John met her husband on this movie. Um, How oh, was Gene Kelly? She, <laughs> no, it was not. It was one of the dancers. Uh, she turned down "Can't Stop the Music" to do this movie instead.
2: The uh, Village People movie. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Wow.
1: Um, let's I see. I
2: love that movie too, though.
1: Peggy <laughs> Fleming actually choreographed the skating sequences. So the suddenly sequence—that's actually Peggy Fleming. Who suddenly. Um, that's the I don't know when, any of the song titles. Um, when when they're in the weird studio with all the props and the stuff. Gotcha, 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 okay. Um and then Oh yeah, that was weird. The cartoon <sighs> segment was added because there was a song on the soundtrack that wasn't in the movie and they wanted it to be in the movie, and it was easier to make an animated sequence than it was to film with actors.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Why not?
1: No fucking shit. So let's.
2: It also really reminded me. I mean, uh, visual style aside, uh, it reminded me a lot of Sword and Stone.
1: Yes. Well, it's Don Bluth. Don. All, yeah, Don, yeah. Bluth, it's, all Don Bluth. All Don Blues looks like Don Bluth. Yeah. I'm not actually a fan of Don Bluth because well, it, all Don Bluth looks like. Well, Don just so Bluth. Of, like
2: them turning into fish and then turning into birds. Like that's the thing that happens.
1: Okay. Let's pause and go back there. Now let's <laughs> talk about. So I purposefully sat between Mike and Jenny, neither one of the, whom had seen it, so that I could, at very specific moments, just. <laughs> Watch wait, their... wait
2: for the reactions i definitely saw several times just this like <laughs> head turn next to me <laughs> like,
1: and both of them did get sung to at least once yeah. Um, so uh <laughs> so when the animated sequence was about to start i'm just like wait for it and then it happens and both of them like their heads sort of cocked in unison mike got hmm. distracted by something i don't remember what but it was right when they were about to turn. just
2: brought my check
1: does it and it was right when they were about to turn into fish and i'm like no mike pay attention watch (laughs) this watch this and then they turn into fish and he's like what (laughs) (laughs) and then they turn into birds and he's like i uh and i And I pointed out to Jenny, the bird is wearing leg warmers.
2: Yes. (laughs) The other girl bird. (laughs) And she's like,
1: oh, my God, she is. And I'm like, and the little boy bird is wearing a vest.
2: Yes. In (laughs) case you got them mixed up.
1: (laughs) Why? And then at the end, they turn back into people. They kiss, turn into sparkles, and then the rose sort of shrugs. And I'm just like, what does it mean? What does it mean? What was that? Um.
2: Very tinkerbell looking too.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) uh, What stands out for you?
2: Um, My, this is also going to be my favorite number of the uh, of the movie, which is uh, when they go to the club to look at it, and they're both. Yeah, it's so good. They're both imagining like what they see in their head. So. uh, Sunny is imagining like this like 80s rock band playing and glam uh, rock and electric orange. Yeah, and it's, this is the 80s. It's fucking wonderful too. Like it's and so a guitar. Yeah, and, that was like a. And I mean, then he had all uh, sorts of keyboards like all over the place. And then Gene Kelly's imagining this like 40s like bandstand with like swing dancers and and uh, they're kind of you get. Some of his some of one person's vision and some of the other, then, then back and forth, and then there's like an extended sequence of each one, and then the twos and they're cutting back and forth, like basically left to right, between the two, and they're complete sets, and then they push the sets together, and the songs come together, and they're and it's fucking wonderful. It's so, 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 so good. Um, and you get this weird, like the music meshes together really well dance somehow meshes together really well and i'm i need to watch it again because i'm still not sure how that happens like because they do such a good job of like showing you each one and how like different and disparate they are yeah in, until they mesh at that at the end and all of a sudden it's like it was the same song i mean like you know you knew they're like they're supposed oh, to be the same song gonna be the same you, but you they kind of know what's gonna happen but like then when it happens and it they execute it as well as as they do. Yes, yeah, it's mind blowing. It's so good.
1: <laughs> I was so excited because I know you know the soundtrack, but I know that you've never seen it. And I'm right. like, this scene is so visual that I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I I'm so excited for you. That particular scene just always, always gives me chills.
2: Also, there's so there's uh the one guy. Um,
1: <laughs> there's that- a giant, giant truck car coming up.
2: Rub, 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 it rub, is a rub, truck, truck car.
1: car. <laughs> well, like that's not just like dudes.
2: Yeah, truck car, yeah.
1: That's a truck car. Um, oh, I forgot so, to say Michael Beck did do Battle Truck and Mega Force. <sighs> just FYI. <laughs> Go on.
2: Uh, so there's two dancers that I was watching a lot during this sequence, and it is the girl with the really dark hair that has the like. um it's like pink and like blue, maybe like thing. And then she has a belt across and then the skirt that's kind of like split down both sides. Um, And then her partner who is just a dude that can dance really well, but he is fucking throwing her around for this whole sequence. And it's like, you keep waiting for something terrible to happen to this poor woman, but then she gets up and she's just like, big smile, like, like throws her to dance. the ground and she just spins a few times. It's <laughs> yeah. like, I'm meant to do that.
1: <laughs> like, I feel like she had some chiropractic help. It's insane.
2: Dance. Plenty it's, of bruises. It's so good. But I'm just watching her like, Oh, I feel kind of feel bad for you, but also you kind of look like you're loving it. So like, I don't know how to feel, but it looks amazing. <laughs>
1: um the black dancer in the tubes sequence because that's the tubes in that Mm -hmm. in the electric orange the black dancer with the very long braids in the sort of uh i think zebra stripe uh, um that she was she was on solid gold which was the music and dance review show every every week and she was one of the solid gold dancers and she was Really well known, and she would do that little butt wiggle at least once per show <laughs> where she would turn to the camera and just like it was early twerking or something. I don't know.
2: Ah. I should have saved that sequence to talk about last because there's like two others that are also really great. Well, go on, which are the um, the like dressing room montage sequence that like nobody else should have ever done this, like this this bit ever again after they did it because it's so good um there's gene kelly is roller skating randomly he's in a cowboy outfit for no real reason um i the mean cow- the cowboy outfit throughout like, the movie are well, fin- there's the phenomenal weird
1: drag drag queen spider person crawling through the leg
2: <laughs> i love that gene, at, after like as you know they showed uh, they showed that just that image yes. during, and like the Weird Wednesday like uh-huh. preview stuff and w- when it came on in this movie too was like that's in this movie? <laughs> so I wasn't going to say it before we I saw it. I had the exact same thought though because I was it's a very striking image so and like I it's stuck in my head. The sunglasses
1: in. with the like Pew of lights that come yes. off. Like, what the fuck is happening? And then, like, he starts... He, like, starts dancing in a pinball set. Why? I
2: love that, though. And so much, like, of much of it is boxing pinball stuff. There's so much of it that's just him in, like, an outfit. And then, like, he smiles. And it's like, that's all I need, really. Like, yeah. <laughs> I just...
1: I can't figure out like how they how did they sell that to him how did they stage it like we're going to put you in this outfit and then like go around here and then you're going to be surrounded by all these goofy people who are Doing double takes at you in the, with their multicolored mohawks. Well, like, I think, I
2: mean, yeah, I mean that's part of for me at least. It's sort of
1: a fashion disaster.
2: Yeah, that's part of why it works because he's like he's such a fish out of water and he he looks great in everything. Even even, even the cowboy outfit, you know. And, but, yeah. like he's just having such a good time. I honestly was like, hoping that was what he was going to be wearing <laughs> yeah. at the end <laughs> instead of what Olivia did? Newton-John got to wear it at the end. So
1: she uh. did, <laughs> and when she popped up in that year, oh my god!
2: I died. I absolutely died. I like, love the whole ending, like just for all of the abrupt changes just because oh. well, like uh my my favorite thing about the end because that was the next that was also the next sequence i was going to talk about was um so you get her doing the full song for xanadu um and then you have the tap dancers appear and surprise she's right in the middle um
1: doing like this very 30s tap dance yes like in their outfits and the yeah, music
2: yeah um then the next one it cuts to them and like it's just like Leopard print. Leopard print, butt shaking. Um, and then surprise, she's there singing too. Um, I mean, and it's really funny because like by the second time, you've got it figured out. <laughs> but they keep showing the whole like wide scene and then like zooming in on her, like, haha, but you didn't see this coming, or like, nah. I still love it. Um, and then she does the uh cowboy yes. get up um and she does this country song like this country disco type song it's it's My, michael Beck does not pull off the cowboy No, oh, he does not
1: <laughs> he really he did not look
2: happy to be wearing a cowboy hat either <laughs> he really i feel does like help. there's one more
1: um then they go into the the weird to, like shows up magical with like the, mystical with their weird like tea trays on their head
2: she has like that weird like long robe
1: that's all glittery and then,
2: but wait oh. for a second and then she
1: and then there, she's back into her little peasanty outfit Yes. yes I right.
2: only ever see the Bill and Ted like future people robes <laughs> whenever I like
1: <laughs> Yes. She, comes she Very on. much as in the Bill and Ted future robe. That is exactly what that is. That's yeah. great. Yes, you are exactly right. I love that sequence. I love that it starts. It's and so they're they're juggling. Yeah. There are mimes juggling. You're like, wait, why? When he comes and, out and he
2: comes out on roller skates, yeah. And
1: then they then they start roller skating and then there are break dancers. And then there are type rope walkers and then
2: man that guy had some tight ass i mean i know they're supposed to be but like
1: and then there's the guy who jumps over and then there's the aerial spinner and like i just jenny next to me was like wait what's the why is that there why is that there what the why is that there and then it goes into the tap and then the, the glam rock and then the cowboy i showed this to friends once years ago who'd never seen it we got to the end and One of them said, and it was so perfect. He's like, you literally cannot ask for anything else in this finale. <laughs>
2: right, right.
1: It literally has everything. <laughs> All that's missing is somebody tap dancing in a bathtub. Ah, uh, ah. But they're, like, there's no real supporting characters.
2: No, it's really, it's pretty much just the three of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess you get the voice of Zeus. You get the voice Zeus. You get his boss and his co-workers a little bit. I mean, but like not enough to matter.
1: um, Yeah, when you mentioned when he's when he holds onto the the van and he gives him a ride, (laughs) I even as a kid, I'm like, dude, that's so dangerous. You're gonna die. (laughs) One little gravel thing, and you're gonna go flying, and then you're just being drugged by a van. (laughs) And you don't have any protective gear on. What are you doing? I I can't. I, I can't.
2: One unbuttoned shirt will protect me. Oh, God. (laughs) It's my armor. Um, And these short-ass shorts. How about all of the, like, disco star wipes between every scene? Those were wonderful. (laughs) I was so on board.
1: Except for the one transition out of um, Suspend Me in Time... Suspended in Time, the one where she's singing in the glowing room. <laughs> she just slowly, like, descends. <laughs> and, like, she just slowly melts <laughs> so down. that one
2: is so weird. And uh, Wendy, I didn't even notice it until Wendy pointed it out to me, that the whole thing is just one long, painfully slow <laughs> zoom in. Yes. From, from wide shot to close. Or uh, about a mid shot to close no, up.
1: No, it is. Is it like, it a, is full like a, a full? It's yeah. like a It's like 10 feet back with, you can see her foot head to toe with some with some framing area around it and she and never
2: really moves s- and she, ne- she stands
1: in one place and she's just singing at the camera and i think it's as a kid i found it boring as an adult i'm like this is kind of bold because it's it really is her monologue of like please give me this last moment with him right, right, right. so i can see what they were trying to do emotionally except she's just standing there singing as, it's
2: also kind of
1: awkward in place <laughs> it's really awkward not yeah. really doing anything and All that happens, there's no cuts. There's no editing. All that happens is a zoom that is so slow, you don't notice it. It took me probably 20 times of watching it to go,
2: I would not have noticed it if you – about halfway through, you pointed it out to me, and that's the only way I noticed
1: it. Wait. We started way back there, but the end is on a close-up. What – oh, my God. The entire time, they're just moving so slow, you don't see it.
2: Yeah. And then the song ends, and the camera just pans up, but it's a full – black background so it gives the effect
1: that she's just, melting. Her just like
2: <laughs> melting down below the camera
1: like she just sort of squats out of the <laughs> way and just sort of
2: yeah i'm also assuming that that was like a pan up and not just her like
1: <laughs> i'm just gonna like
2: hunch down here real quick so i'm no longer in frame and we're good
1: <laughs> i like the idea that like maybe i'm like and i'm done i'm just gonna,
2: gonna <laughs> i gonna lay down gonna, i'm tired
1: I got to go, guys. Yeah. <laughs> guys, 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 I got to go. Uh, so Vinny, when you first saw the, how old were you when you saw this film?
2: I was in high school. I was probably 15. Um, and so I saw this shortly after I saw Rocky Horror for the first time. And this is kind <laughs> of what, I, I mean, i it's, it's in the bio in a similar fashion. I mean, this, this is, I'd, I'd gone to a lot of musicals Stage performances with my my family when I was younger. They had season pass like season tickets at Bass Concert Hall, and so we'd go to three or four shows every year. And I got a lot of it through there. And when we went on trips and whatnot, we'd always go to a show. But I was never really like super into it when I was younger. It was kind of like oh, my parents were forcing me to go to this. And so like I appreciate it now. I didn't then. Um, but when I started playing like uh, bass guitar and, and trombone when I was in high school, and I saw Rocky Horror, like that's when I got more into musicals at, at just in general. But when I found Rocky Horror, I wanted to find more stuff like that. Um, so I like Xanadu and Little Shop of Horrors and all of that. So they all kind of Phantom happened. Of Phantom of the Paradise. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, they all happened like I'm right around the same time. I'm looking for a way to shoehorn in <laughs> uh, Phantom of the Paradise to every
1: episode. <laughs> oh, look. Mike yeah, has uh, mentioned Phantom of the Paradise. coming <laughs> true. <laughs> what is the song Beef Sings? You should know it by now. You listen to that thing all uh, the
2: time. uh, uh. uh Life at last. Life at last. Yeah, yeah.
1: Life at last.
2: I thought you were a fan, Mike. I am. It's, just, it's late, and my brain is yeah, shutting down. Yeah, Insert um, life at
1: last here. Yeah.
2: Life at last. Yeah, I mean it was. Just it was pretend definitely, that was me that screamed it, not Wendy. It was definitely a like formative, as far as like the, the you know all of those musicals I mentioned were just at the t- that time in my life, maybe not. In the same way, it's like for you as a ten-year-old girl, but um, just like the, you know, the musical style and like just being able to tell stories in that way. I mean, Little Shop of Horrors is my favorite by far. Um, yeah, I mean, I just love oh, like funk sh- and Motown, and I mean,
1: well, and that's just that's just quality, right? That's just quality. And um, I, I should be clear, I I love this mm-hmm. un- movie unironically, but I also I know I see the flaws, I do. I just don't care oh yeah. Do. I mean, yeah.
2: yeah oh yeah i mean For sure yeah you i would question so many things about you if you didn't realize how ridiculous this movie <laughs> is but i also know you well enough to know that like the ridiculousness of it and like kind of how fucking weird it is is why you love it so much like it It all, like, as I was watching it, I was like, oh, this is totally a windy movie. (laughs) Like, I get why she loves this movie so
1: much. It's so bonkers. (laughs) I love that they lean into it, though. Like, they're not ashamed of it. Like, the backgrounds they're doing, like, like, when Danny's sitting at the ocean playing and the sun comes up way too fast and it's a little too, it's a little hyper real. That was, like, on purpose. They were trying to build this this fantasy reality like even the the trend the weird disco transitions like they're really trying everything was done so intentionally it's a shame that nobody liked it because (laughs) they really did put a lot of thought into it
2: well it's kind of like uh, jasmine who introduced the movie said uh you know part of probably i mean It's a weird movie, even if it had come out during like the height of disco's popularity, but like one of the biggest uh, problems with when it came out is that it was 1980 and like disco was done done already. And so everyone's like a roller disco movie. Like, come on, dude. Um,
1: except, except
2: (laughs) except Wendy, (laughs) um,
1: so roller disco, like in, like in all of those movies and disco movies, um, Bearing in mind that like ELO bridged for quite a while.
2: Right, right, right. I mean, they were still strong into the eighties yeah. for sure.
1: Um so musically it's not disco.
2: Oh, it's absolutely not.
1: Um, and what you have to but like roller roller skating as a pastime went for another god, five, six years as mm. something that people still were going to do.
2: I mean, everyone on the street in that movie was roller skating. <laughs>
1: Well, that was. <laughs> my I know it was intentional,
2: but I'm just saying. Clearly, there was
1: my middle school had a monthly skate night that was wildly popular. Everybody went to it. Everybody went to the skate night. Skate well, night. We
2: did. We did skating a lot when yeah, I was. Did, I thought that yeah. was just a thing kids do, though,
1: right? Um,
2: don't kids still do that?
1: Yeah, it does. But uh, like, I, mean, it maybe was, not to the I don't same think we're the right not crowd this, like, to ask. I There's was in skating. Oh yeah. But, um, okay, she's
2: my daughter. But Hello. she's weird. So I was gonna um, say, I mean, but that's Wendy's.
1: She's daughter. my daughter. Um, but it wasn't unusual to have your own skates.
2: Okay. That makes, yeah. So yeah, yeah. That, I think, I mean, for me at least, that's lots, of, lots of, lots of kids sure. had skating birthday parties and stuff. Yeah, it was exactly. not like you brought your own skates. It was like, you just rented a pair when you were there. So um, it wasn't as big, but it was still, I mean, you, you rented a pair of athletes, but yeah, pretty much. Oh, God.
1: Oh my god! When (laughs) I ended up back in roller derby because for my 40th birthday, I was like, "Let's!" You know what I want? I want to have a roller skating birthday party. I had like this. uh, I didn't. I did not. Um, (laughs) In retrospect, I wish I had. Um, But I hadn't skated.
2: We need to get a picture of your outfit to, right, we to really when we release the episode.
1: <laughs> because Jenny in said like she would minutes. only come – and Jenny, by the way, is actually asleep on that bench over there because it's very late for Jenny. Jenny said she'd only come if I dressed up. <laughs> so I did for Jenny. I heard um, a giggle. She's not she asleep has, yet. She has
2: like barrettes with ribbons <laughs> coming down. <laughs> and, and, I'm and, and a flowery
1: flowy. A flower,
2: yeah. She brought uh, leg warmers. They did not
1: – The leg warmers uh, were problematic. Um <laughs> I'm just, As they are, uh, I would assume. Like they just wouldn't stay up. It was like, uh I got to fix them Well, I crocheted them real quick today.
2: Oh, gotcha!
1: Like, like you do. Yeah, like, guys, I really I <laughs> guys, I get really committed to these things. So I spend my afternoons. Guys, I get really committed to these things. So, so it was my 40th birthday, and I decided I wanted a roller party, roller oh, yeah. skating party. Oh yeah, back to this. And. Um, Come on back. Yeah, guys. Come on back. <laughs> I
2: forgot how we got on to the other topic, so good.
1: <laughs> Y'all were like, oh, I don't know, over there with your jazz hands doing some uh, Jazz hands. Jazz hands. Um, jazz hands. And uh, jazz hams. <laughs> <laughs> um I hadn't skated in like over twenty years, but I all my friends showed up and we went roller skating and I I wore these roller skates from the rink for the like when I went roller skating I always had my own skates. Yeah, yeah duh and so i'm wearing these shitty skates and i'm getting blisters and i'm like i haven't skated for 20 years and even i can tell these skates are bullshit <laughs> well, that's how i ended up playing roller derby because one of my friends was there who played roller derby was like you still got skills you should go play you roller derby." Nice.
0: that's
1: how that happened fyi <laughs> so um what makes this movie like wh- why should people watch this movie
2: uh, I mean, so many reasons. Well, yeah,
1: name him. Like, like we got to sell this movie. I mean, like Gene Kelly. Uh, <laughs> it's his last film role, and there is something. Yeah. There is something there.
2: I mean, he's, he's great. I mean, he's so good in it. Like, in I think honestly, like he is what makes the movie for me. Um,
1: he becomes weirdly the emotional heart.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because it's his his true and honest emotion reflecting onto the young lovers. That makes their love seem more poignant i said it
2: so it was i agree with it question before we we'll continue the why people should watch it in a minute but um so the was he like supposed to be in love with her when olivia newton john when she was younger like she yeah. was his muse too and like okay that's yeah. what i was getting from it but like I was like, oh, maybe they just decided they wanted her to represent that because they wanted her to dance or
1: whatever. Um, but. <laughs> it is—it's 1945 all over again. Yeah. She yeah. was his muse to get okay. Danny McGuire's club started. And, okay. But she didn't fall in love with Danny. Danny fell in love with her, though. Right. Which is like happens all the time. Oh <laughs> well, i seriously—if you were a muse and you were inspiring artists, like
2: right, yeah, I mean,
1: inspiration I is love. Feel
2: like that happened a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Gene Kelly's so, I mean, he's Gene Kelly, he's charming, he does a whole bit where he's just looking into a mirror, making stupid faces, and it's still, like, I'd watch it, I'd watch two hours of that, he's just that good, um, the one, like I said, the one downside to that is, he's so good that when someone, when someone else is in a scene with him that isn't that good. It kind of sticks out how good he is <laughs> because he's the one per- he's the one person that doesn't sound um, – he's the one person that sounds natural doing it yeah. uh, because I mean, he's fucking done it for
1: well, what, it 50 also, years. It <laughs> doesn't help that – did we notice how 80-yard this movie is? Oh, yeah. It's super 80-yard. Like everything <laughs> – Pretty everything much everything Beck says. That is –
2: That is the wrong, that's wrong way. That's the wrong way, bro. Um, joys of sitting out here. I right. know. Well, somebody else went that way too earlier. Oh, um, I this notice. is really great content for our <laughs> listeners. We're watching people drive the wrong way down a one-way street. It's pretty cool. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, pretty much all of Michael Nailed Beck's it. uh, dialogue. I feel. I feel like everything he it. said. Everything who? Michael Beck. Oh like yeah. Every line.
1: Well, and a lot of Olivia Newton-John. Yeah. But okay, James so Kelly, not so much.
2: There's one part that. he is definitely less but there's one of his and this is something that drives me crazy and you see it in tv more than you see it in movies but every now and then you'll see it in a movie which is when they do a shot reverse shot so like um just for anybody that doesn't know what that is it's a pretty standard shot that you've seen a billion times where they show like if we're showing Wendy and me talking they'll shoot over my shoulder at Wendy and then they'll cut back and they'll shoot over her shoulder at me while I'm talking so you creates the impression that we're having a conversation because images next to each other create continuity. Anyway, uh, so new shot, reverse shot. And, but they do it facing on Olivia Newton, John while he's speaking. And it's clearly, if it's not him, it's a stand in and it could very well be a stand in. Um, and he's, his head's not moving. His jaw's not moving. It's very obvious. He is not speaking. They're just doing a static, like pickup shot of her, like doing reactions and it I don't know why but like what the first time I noticed that and somebody explained to me why it looks so weird I now see it like anytime somebody does it even when it's a lot like it sticks out real bad and so they have one of those in there and I was like uh, oh, that's the one time I haven't loved something Gene Kelly's been doing.
1: <laughs> oh, Gene! Well, it's not his fault. He was do- what he was doing was in an audio recording oh, booth somewhere. Oh, he along.
2: absolutely probably was not even like I said. It was probably a stand-in, and he's not even on set that day.
1: <laughs> um. Uh, side note. Um. Let's take it over to the ballet bar, I guess. Um. Sidebar. Uh. The ballet bar. I don't know. I'll come up with a metaphor for that. Um. Tom Hanks, always does. His own stand. Tom Hanks was in
2: this movie.
1: He always does his own (laughs) stand-in work, Um, and I think that's just so generous of him. Yeah, Yeah. like that's neat. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, so when when they're doing the reverse, like when they're doing when they when they flip to do the reverse shots, Mm. he sticks around instead of having a stand-in do it. Good on him. Right. Like, Old T. Hanks. Yeah, I just – I give some props for that. So anyway, um, back to the main topic, which is why <laughs> I mean, people should watch this movie.
2: The set design, the choreography – I mean everything. Like
1: The choreography, it's kind of bonkers. Yeah, I it's be, it's I, all over it's the really place. place it, like, it's really weird. That's why – I think that's I wanna, why it works. I want to be honest. It's not actually good. <laughs> um, like there's flashes of brilliance, but then there's stuff that's like that's just odd and awkward um,
2: like basically everything that happens in the closing sequence. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he,
1: he was very, he clearly was really playing. It was the 1980s. He was probably high as a fucking oh. I say
2: plenty of cocaine. I'm sure. Yeah. I just remembered something else that I absolutely love, yeah. which is when you first see Olivia Newton-John, she has her hands over <laughs> her face. Yes. And she's doing this like weird look. as <laughs> she like slowly pulls it out. Peek-a-boo. Oh, so good. Because <laughs> well, that's, that's she's just come off of the mural.
1: <laughs> so um true story uh when I got my fantastic fest email and you have to put a, a picture on it right uh-huh. um and I work mostly with Jean lauer and hers is the um uh the the robotics from Metropolis that's oh, yeah, little yeah, image. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and I'm like well she's like cuz I love that movie and I'm like well I know what I'm doing you like I know the movie I love <laughs> and so mine is Olivia Newton-John doing hands. that <laughs> she's all like what
2: and that's like the opening scene, basically, right? That's, Pretty much. Yeah, yeah.
1: that's in, right at the beginning of I'm Alive.
2: Yeah, 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 So, like, it's the first... It's definitely the first time you see Olivia Newton-John. She's doing this weird hand thing. Like, what? And it's so... Oh,
1: my gosh. I'm awake.
2: Because everybody else around her is, like, dancing. They, like, basically come alive and kind of, like, look at their bodies for a second and then immediately start dancing. And she just stands there with that weird, like...
0: <laughs> <"I have> hands. <laughs>
1: what are these?
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> but also, like... She's clearly not the dancer of the group.
1: <laughs> Which is hilarious because it's pretty clear that she's about to say, my real name is Terpsichore, Because that's the only muse that begins with Terp. Yeah. Is Terpsichore. Terpsichore okay. is the muse of dance. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why couldn't you make Sandal Bergman the muse of yeah, dance? Because damn, her legs go all the way else. down. Right. right? Like make her the muse of sculpture. Even I'd buy that. Right. The muse of architecture. Uh, the, the muse of glowing. Fine.
2: Sure. <laughs> yeah. I the buy muse it. of glowing. Glowing yellow outlines. Okay.
1: Now how great is that visual though? Like the glowing.
2: Yeah. Oh. And then like when she skates off and it's just like the yellow blur the pu- line. But
1: I really, pew! I really think the glow outline is so visually captivating. Like I love it.
2: It's that definitely was, sort of a defining look of the movie. For sure. That was hand drawn animation. No they shit, did huh. not
1: have computers to do that yeah, in 1980. I
2: mean, I mean, yeah, I guess it would have to be
1: it's, it's crazy.
2: I just love the like when they first like all you know, when the nine like come alive and then, uh-huh. like take off. Like I muttered no one heard me because it was very quiet intentionally. They're just like go go power Rangers!
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love I'm alive oh, so yeah. much. I love the it's song. It's
2: really good, it sets up the tone for the movie perfectly. It's too. it's
1: magical. There's like there's something about the the driving bass of the song too. Mm-hmm. Dum, 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 yeah. dum, dum. Like, oh, is it doom, 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 scared, doom, 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 doom. It's like, what? What? What's happening? And then, boom, and then this wild, core, like, choral sound of, I'm alive. You're like, what? I could be alive, too. I want to dance. <laughs> I remember seeing it in the theater, and I saw it with my father and my stepmother. Um, this was in the middle of the custody battle, where I was living with my father, who I don't care for, and my father is dead inside, kind of an Like he is, he's got no joy in his soul, but they took me to see this movie and it was so awkward because I'm sitting there as this 10 year old girl, like, and that the I'm alive sequence starts and I'm literally just vibrating. I'm like, Oh, and I'm sitting next to two people who are the most like white bread, locked up, stick up their ass. And I'm just like, if I were with my mom, she'd understand me wiggling and I don't, Oh, I want to wiggle! Like, maybe could I? If mom was here, because the theater was like, it was me and ten other people in that right. theater. Like, nobody was watching this flop of a movie. Like, if it'd been my mom, I would have been like standing up and just like dancing. <laughs> no, I was with my dad. yeah That's yeah. You guys found out about there's something else you found out about me. My my uh, biographical information <laughs>
2: there,
1: yeah.
2: etcetera,
1: etcetera, etcetera. Oh, we were talking about the Kenny Ortega choreography. Yes, like he's very into like bent knees and like weird angles. I just the uh, and then like drag queens crawling through legs. Like, yeah, I
2: mean, I'm into that. That's awesome. I mean, I am too. <laughs> like the uh, that in scene when when it's you know it's cutting back and forth to like the different styles. When they go to the like leopard print like rocker. Like the dance that they're doing, where it's just like <laughs> I, I don't even know how to describe it. It's
1: just it's, admit it, you two are now like watching background dancers. Like oh, what I are definitely they doing am. back oh, And they're just they're doing this sort of like karate chop, horizontal karate chop, yeah. real fast, like chaka chaka chaka. And then like and then they lean back and they kind of do a chaka chaka chaka. Like there was some great shouldering going on too, because they were also kind of going up at diagonals too. There was some a lot of like I just kept noticing like
2: the way that like a lot of the shots were framed too is like you get you'll get like part of a couple that's like sort of in the camera like in the shot but not really and so you just get like weird Mm -hmm. movements but you can't really identify who's doing them or what exactly they're doing like it's and
1: it's kind of effective it's an odd choice I kind of give props to the director for like I said it doesn't necessarily work but they. They knew exactly what they were doing. They right. were doing ex- like everything that is on screen is intentional. Yeah.
2: Like right. the oh, director the, uh, was the suit like suit break dancers. I love them.
1: Oh, also. I just love their, their costumes. Yeah. I mean, when they're, the costumes the, the, are great. They're, when they're in those leopard print things, there's this thing where they kind of squat with their knees akimbo and their arms over their head, like, like orangutans. And they kind of just <laughs> do this sort of opposition, punchy wiggle thing. And I'm just like, like, once again, when everybody does it, when everybody right. agrees on it and commits to it, everybody looks good. But when you look at just, just one, person, one person, you're like,
2: yeah. hey, what you... the fuck are you doing? I'm like,
1: Kenny, how much cocaine did you have
2: that day? <laughs> Kenny! Not enough or too much. I don't know. But
1: on the other hand, it kind of looks it good. It works. I mean, right. And it is just, and that's the thing. You know what's hard to choreograph? Backup dancing. Because it has to, it has to do very specific things. Like, it has to be exciting but not too exciting
2: but not so much that you draw attention away from because
1: it's backup so it's just meant to be like literal unless you're
2: us who are just watching that shit all the time because i of course i am (laughs)
1: all right um let's wind this one down uh so uh normally we'd talk about our favorite but you guys have already covered your favorite
2: I think yeah i mean so
1: what was the most what the fuck moment then
2: when he skates into the wall for sure like i mean <laughs> i knew it was coming but it's so i wasn't expecting like what happened which is just to go into this void yeah. it's just like this black void with like these uh yellow stri- like light stripes um and then yeah, olivia- it goes into tron basically yeah, yeah, yeah. and then there's <laughs> olivia newton john outlined and then there's uh, the sparkle voices. The sparkle voices of, of Zeus and gets and, caught in like this weird uh, like era. white circular light prison cell yeah. yes
1: where he has to mime that he's in a box very <laughs> badly yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's so bad it really is uh
2: that was probably like the most like
1: well and you cackled when he took off running toward like skating fast towards it because it's so
2: run skating
1: like he's so bad at skating that it's
2: so gangly and awkward because like his face says he's so determined but his body's like i don't know what the fuck i'm doing (laughs) as someone who uh has lived their life as a tall person with very long limbs i totally feel for him i'm like i get it but also we know how we look like
1: (laughs) we know what we look like yeah 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 <laughs> vinny what's the most what the fuck moment for you
2: yeah i mean the one certainly when i i remember the first time i saw it you know the him skating into the wall and like that crazy it's like the that like the freak out of like him wherever he ends up and like just the, the crazy Mount
1: olympus guys right
2: <laughs> i mean in the most like 80s way you could ever imagine i mean i loved it but like that was i mean that was definitely the like the last thing i was expecting but i mean i guess like the uh i mean seeing gene kelly in like Dress in like a dress-up sequence too. It was just like I was not expecting. I mean, again, loved it. Not expecting to see him do anything like that, and certainly not in a way. I that was barely know, like, expecting him to tap dance. Right. So like, I got way more than I had bargained for. Well, let's let's remember
1: that one weird like painted cutout woman that <laughs> comes legs down open. and then yeah. the legs. Oh my god! Oh he Here's out. how
2: wild this movie is. I had forgotten that was a thing in the in the movie we just watched <laughs> until you said it. I was like oh yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah that was
1: the thing that happened like I'm gonna spread my legs and Jean Kelly's gonna drink. Kelly okay <laughs> okay my favorite number hmm like I love I love dancing <laughs> I love dancing but I I Is that actually the one that we were I don't that, know yeah the that's the that's the one where the two come together gotcha. but yeah but I do love whenever you're away from me that's when they're the duet between the dance duet between Jim Kelly and Olivia. Mm, yeah, that's great.
2: That's really good.
1: Love that. But I'm this time around, and I want to be clear, it changes all the time because I watch this movie a <laughs> lot. This time around, I just I found myself so charmed by the the suddenly skating sequence. Because it's so awkward and weird. <laughs> like I kept giggling because the one set that's supposed to be an oasis and they keep just skating through the water. And I'm like, guys, you're skating on the water. What are you doing?
2: That one is so weird. Like that's where they're like dancing around and it's like the weird island thing and the palm trees. Like, like, so...
1: like slowly rise up like a penis. <laughs> yeah.
2: That's...
1: Well, and then there's the dancing where they sort of push their oh, hands God. off. Yeah. So Jenny and I were doing that while watching. Like we're like, push your hands off. Let's dance together, Jenny. Push your hands off. Um so yeah, I think
2: that one is wonderfully awkward. Yeah. I'll definitely give you that.
1: Yeah, but the, so but my what the fuck were the split legs like that?
2: Yeah, I you know, am yeah. just I forgot like, oh, that.
1: oh God, that's a terrible visual. Why would you do that? Uh oh. Uh, and then there's the when they're hitchhiking.
0: <laughs> yeah. When they're
1: hitchhiking when they go skating back. I can ne- I can never decide. One of the last shots in the movie that you get Gene Kelly is when he's doing the ho and then it splits in the double screen and then the triple screen, right? <laughs> yes. Um, right
2: before we get Xanadu. I yeah. can
1: never – when I'm feeling cynical, I feel like the look in his eyes is him cringing and dying inside a little bit, that this is what he has had to do. <laughs> but then – Sometimes when I watch it, I'm like, I feel like he's like, what the fuck? Yes. Yeah. And I can never like, so what, keep watching that and just focus on his eyes. And you tell me like, what do you see? Do you see, do you see cringing despair or do you see what the fuck? Yes. Cause (laughs) I think, I think it might be my personal, like mood, mood ring. (laughs) What I see. in his. I think we could
2: do that with a lot of movies. (laughs) Like, is this person, uh, person just giving in and going for it or are they dying inside?
1: Are they like, Because I've done a show where I had to do choreography so bad Please. that I was dying inside I'll while I did it. and the, the, the grin on my face was a rictus of <laughs> I am having to What my friend, Paul Whittemore, if he ever listened to this, be like, I know what show you're talking about. Like it was, I will show you guys the choreography that I had to do and you will understand why I was just like, why, why God, why, why is this happening to me? All right. So listeners, uh, we should wrap this up.
2: We should. And then we should do that Gene Kelly roller skate movie.
1: (laughs) You're right. That would be a thing. Well, but also cover girl. Because that's – Danny McGuire is the character in CoverGirl. Yeah, girls.
2: Um, they just showed the clip from that uh, in the Alamo pre-show. It's always fair well, weather. And,
1: yeah, and his roller skate so tap dancing. fucking I'm,
2: crazy.
1: Like I can do a time step in my roller skates, but, well, but also he's just wearing clip-on little metal roller yeah, yeah, skates, yeah. which are lighter. You can like
2: see the strap like they're
1: lighter sheets. so his feet can move quicker but they're also rinky dink as shit and he's doing this sh- i'm like Gene, what are you doing put on some knee pads
2: well and like when you first see him start tap dancing i was like oh they've like locked the wheels or something like and then <laughs> and they just in away. the same shot skates away i was like oh that just makes everything you did a thousand times more impressive like you are a crazy person <laughs>
1: you've well and he was actually I, I think i remember that he was disappointed how little he got to dis- got to skate in xanadu because he can fucking skate.
2: You only really see him skate like at the end?
1: And all he does is yeah. skate in a circle and go ho.
2: Yeah. <laughs> clap clap ho. Oh.
1: Ho with that little <laughs> punchy, punchy thing. And then that that look in his eyes that I have to <laughs> decipher every time. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, listeners, so
2: anyway, um, go watch Xanadu. If you watched it, uh, during the break, go watch it again. Watch yeah. it again.
1: <laughs> it's so glorious. Like, and if you're like, I didn't really love it, watch it 10 more times. and then you. Um, it's a movie that grows on you. you.
2: Watch it until you like <laughs> it. Just God, keep yeah. Watch, yeah. God damn it. Sit Just down clockwork horn style until you love it.
1: Just keep watching it. God damn it. <laughs> it's a touchstone. It's a cultural touchstone. It's where Kenny Ortega got his start. We wouldn't have dirty dancing without Xanadu. So, Shut your pie hole. Why am I so defensive? Counterpoint,
2: we also wouldn't have had Newsies without it.
1: That, yes. and
2: Or the good Newsies.
1: Yeah, yeah, and we wouldn't have good Newsies without bad Newsies, so everything connects. <laughs> putting it together, people. Putting and then it we wouldn't together. have
2: Jeremy Jordan. And, then,
1: and know, then, then we wouldn't have the last five years. Yeah. Uh, see? Putting it together. Everything yep. connects. <laughs> Alright, uh, so listeners, thank you for joining us. I have been Wendy. Joined as always by
2: like and Vinny
1: you guys you got to get better at this I was
2: pointing at him I was waiting for him to go and then he just like points at me I was like okay <laughs> you know who we are
1: yeah and so we'll talk to you again next time next time all right I should share my head Canon. when Zeus says a moment or forever I get them mixed up I think Sonny Malone is immortal I think they're immortal now
2: and so this whole Xanadu sequence is them.
1: Like that's forever. This is just that's so just their for eternity them. now. Their eternity is just. I don't know. If it's I, would, just I don't know how I'd feel about that. A musical montage, and then she shows up in a waitress uniform, and then they start all over again. I don't even care. I just love the idea that Sonny Malone is immortal. Because that's a thing that happened in Greek mythology. Like yeah, is, Greek yeah. gods would I fall in love it. with mortals I'm and fine, they would yeah. give them immortality. So why not Sunny Malone? The most lame immortal know, ever. Of
2: all the, of all the people she's been the muse for, that's who he she falls in love with. Right? <laughs>
1: the guy who paints a van. Yeah. To look like but a sure, diner.
2: Sure, he's immortal. And sure.
1: Sure. Why not? Yeah, okay, she it. could have fallen in love with Gene Kelly, but he wasn't good enough. <laughs> no, you know who did it for her? You know her? what? Fuck
2: her. I'm done with her right <laughs> Gene Kelly's not good enough? Get out. A Real Education the Musical can be found on iTunes, Blueberry, and Google Play. Follow us on Facebook at Real Education Musical, on Twitter at Real Edu Musical, that's R-E-E-L-E-D-U, or check out our website at realeducationmusical.com. New episodes on every Tuesday morning.
0: We hope you enjoyed our film fixation. We'll see you next time on Real Education.